people are afraid to be ostracized. Like people wouldn't even join our group because they didn't want other people to know who they were because they were so afraid. So the hospital system is really set up into silos. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when you take the 30,000 foot view, it's kind of brilliant that they set it up that way because we, we would have power in numbers but they put us in such silos and then work us to the bone and have us this, uh, be a slave to the chart in such a way that we can't connect as humans. It yeah. truly is dehumanizing and it's traumatizing too. Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello, Flyover family. Welcome. We are so glad that you are with us today. As you can see, we are not in our normal studio because we are at the Reawaken America event with Clay Clark in Dallas, Texas. And oh my gosh, it is absolutely amazing. If you are new to Flyover to Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And we here at Flyover are trying to inspire 80 million people to do one thing every single day to save our own country. And that's you. That's you. This episode is brought to you by MyPillow.com. You know, the thing I love about Mike is he's a patriot. He he's is. not just a business owner. He's employing American workers, building American products, and, and putting the resources back in to help save America. So if you're kind of into saving America, you love this place, you love freedom, he's a great company to support. If you use promo code FLYOVER, you can get up to 66% off of everything in their store. Slippers, dog beds. Yep sheets obviously pillows man you know dog beds are great your dog lays his life on the line for you every single day, every day. get him a decent bed that's right so go to mypillow.com <laughs> use the promo code flyover for up to 66 percent off so buckle up and check this out all right flyover family we're here in dallas texas still at the reawaken event and i got a couple that i want you to meet our our, our motto here at, at flyover conservatives is wake up speak up and show up and from all walks of life you know we've talked to to people first responders and and uh politicians and, and and people from every walk of life, and they're doing just that waking up, speaking up, and showing up. And right now, we have, uh, have Rose, hi, and and Nurse Danny. And Hello. I want you guys to tell you just a little bit of your your background, what your profession is, okay, and uh, and kind of kind of what brought you into this conversation. Rose, we'll start with you and start his, with me. All right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm a hospital administrator. I actually work doing patient experience work in the hospital system. We're pediatrics. So there's not a whole lot of pediatric stories out there, uh, but it's really hitting home hard right now with all these vax mandates with the kids going. And so uh, we actually were fighting together. This is our first time. This is our big reveal <laughs> yeah. coming on, you know, together. I've been behind the camera, but we were fighting our vax mandates at our job. So we were going to be jobless October 7th of this year. We had three weeks. And, and Nanny, you're, Danny, you're a nurse. Yes, nurse, I've been Danny. a pediatric nurse for 16 years, certified, um, been in the medical field for 20 years. And just over the course of my career, I've noticed um, the integrity being lost inside the healthcare system. So it's no longer a healthcare system, it's a sick care system. And the last trial for me was um, watching these protocols roll out that were really, again, they're, they're life-killing uh, Rather right. than life giving protocols, and um, when they, they when they were trying to push those protocols inside of my body, that's when I drew the line. You know, we've we've seen this. Most people go into your profession, especially I'd say nurses, because you have a heart to serve. You have right. a heart to heal. You you yes. care. You don't yeah. go into that because like, hey, I you know. Especially pediatrics. Yes. yes. You, you, there, there, there's there's a tenderness in there that like when there's a problem, you move towards it. Absolutely. And so, and so there probably was a tension being created between. 
am I am I doing more harm than good? Yes. You know, and, and, and with the environment I'm around, when you have a heart to serve and a heart to heal, and maybe you're in a in a mechanism that's not allowing you to really operate how you're wired. Absolutely. I was no longer able to operate um, inside of integrity at the bedside. And for many years, there were workarounds. Okay. So it was a wide, widely known truth for, from bedside nurses and, and clinical people that the protocols, um, they're broken. The bureaucracy of medicine is broken. Uh, and we're in it enough to be able to find you know, find the ways to still support our patients and, and keep that patient-centered family care. Um, however, when the pandemic hit, all those doors to the, to, um, the workarounds slammed in our face. Mm. And then I was no longer able to work inside of integrity on any level. So yeah, I was really conflicted. Do I stay? Do I try to make a difference? And yes, I did try to do that initially. But again, I was just shut down at every level. So I chose to take it into my own hands and stand up and speak out. Um, once I, once I left my job, I left it powerfully. It was my choice. I'm not a victim of this. I was offered a job and I decided not to step into the healthcare system again, but yet create something with people who want to work with me with integrity yeah. that we can serve our communities. Okay. So let, let me just dig into the timeline here just a little bit more. So you, you worked and served through the pandemic. Absolutely. I would assume unvaccinated unless you had some side <laughs> yeah. still at home. You made your own. I but, have my natural antibodies. You know, the way, the way God made you responding <laughs> right. and, and reacting to this all the way right. through the pandemic, Yep, which we celebrated that as heroic. You right, know, they had we the, did. You know, not all heroes wear capes, and 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 it was it was so like honored and celebrated. Then right. as that wound down, you're still just as willing to Absolutely. put yourself on the line. Yes, but you became less of a hero. Correct. Yeah, I really I, I roll my eyes at that whole concept that we were heroes in the first place. It really felt disingenuous. I mean, they just put us on a pedestal to knock us down a year later. And, you know, none of this, they were, they were supplying That's us true. with pizza parties instead of the actual supplies we needed. <laughs> You vitamin know, D and vitamin C or right, some uh, exactly, extra vitamins. Right. Well, that was the argument that I had with the hospital. You know, if you actually cared about our health, you would tell us about the, you know, preventative measures, but that wasn't happening. So in May, we were May told of, of, 21. of this year, okay. we were told, no, there won't be a mandate. And then there's no long-term studies. You're kind of like, oh, that's good. Yeah. We're like, oh, okay. We're totally gaslighted because August, in the middle of a Friday and an email in the afternoon, we're like, okay, you got three weeks to comply or you're fired. Wow. Oh, and then they and then they told us that yeah. don't try leaving this hospital and going anywhere else because all other hospitals are in cahoots with us. We're all in agreement. The mandates are coming down. So either take the shot or lose your career. They, they yeah, kind of are, you know. And so, they did talk to so the system. Let's talk about the administration size of this because you know, in, on on your side of the, you know, typically you guys would kind of be on other sides of the fence a little bit because <laughs> you kind of got the the administration and then you got the ones who are executing the plan. You. How, how many years had you been in that 16. field? So for 16 years, you're you're a part of a, of a system that has a, a plan of how we're going to handle these situations and, and, and all this and, and, and patient care, patient first, the way that you interact with a patient, the value that a patient has yeah. to you, the way that they interact with you, patient first, this kind of idea. How has that evolved maybe over the 16 years and then maybe over the last 16 months? Oh, wow. So that's actually my job is patient experience. So that's my whole focus. Okay. And I do that for our whole health system. And so it's been really devastating to watch, you know, patient family centered care 
uh, be just decimated because now it's not about the patient need, what the patient needs and empowering the families and educating the families to make those decisions for their kids. Mm -hmm. It's about what I, the doctor says, and we're going about 20 years backwards in medicine and everything that I've been trying to create. So of course I couldn't, I couldn't go along with this. I mean, we're supposed to make our own educated decisions. That's what we're to empower people to do. We don't, you know, I was told by someone in the hospital that this is a problem of the uneducated. Okay. Did you become uneducated? Or did, did somehow, did, was, did you hit your head or something? Did you become this. less educated over the 16 years of, of actually, well, and, and you were you the know, one doing the job, right? Yeah. Not, I the, mean, I teach healthcare communication at bedside. So how to communicate with patients to engage them so that they understand their care. Because that's, you know, the biggest issue in safety events is hospitals is communication problems or lack thereof. Yeah. So now we've taken everything away from bedside. I mean, in COVID, they took rounds and they made them electronic. Like, how do you empower a family to feel safe and confident yeah. when they're in trauma over an iPad? So it, it, I've watched the demise of, yeah, I'm it's having to reach each other. of yeah. both the healthcare giver and um, the patient. It, we're, we're no longer um, a human being inside of this process. We're, we're just robots being pushed through a system. And it does seem to move much more towards if you go into a hospital, you're 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 a part of a, an assembly. It's like taking your car to assembly Jiffy Lube. Yeah. You take it, it in, is. take up the keys, and it's here. There's mm -hmm. there's a team you're of like people cattle, that come out, actually. and it's like they have a punch list. And hey, we had 117 point inspection on your car, and here's all the things we did. But yeah, but they weren't really interacting with the car. Right. They were just going through the checklist. Right. Did that did that feel like what you entered medicine for? Absolutely not. No, I, I know that I entered um, this field and I knew I wanted to be a nurse ever since I was six years old. Wow. Yeah. So this is not only something I want to do. This is a calling on my life. You're wired to be that. I'm wired to do that. Um, and so, no, I got it. I got into this position to help people and to empower people, especially when you're talking about that parent to child relationship, supporting that, empowering both to, to really advocate for themselves mm -hmm. and inside of this system it's near it's truly impossible it's at broken. this point um, as much education as we can give that I I've become the enemy yeah um, if I do my job with integrity I'm the wrong person the enemy of that machine, of not, that the, machine. not the enemy of the people that's correct right. you know you're either the hero of the people really kind of more than than, than anything else Hero to zero. That's what we protested with our signs right in front of the hospital. She yes. organized that for us yes. first week out. Let me ask you a question before we wrap up. And I know we'd love to have you guys on longer and talk about this. Our audience yeah. is, loves this because, you know, these are real life situations. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting to hear from a professional athlete and how this worked or something. But, but there are literally hundreds of thousands of people in the same dilemma as what you guys are walking through yeah. and navigating it. And it's new territory. They're, they're trying to figure you know, all of, all of this out and it's, and it is, is tricky. Different professions though have different responses. You know, we had, we've had, you know, uh, fire department people on, well, they've got a camaraderie and a brotherhood there that's sort of yes. like, they just instantly kind of like band together and it's kind of like, well, you know, you can't, you can't have half your fire department quit right. at the same time. And so they sort of, they can flex in a way like that. There seems to be a stronger era of, of uh, intimidation or from top down control in the medical field, you know, more than others. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That you, you know, I look a little bit like Australia's lost a lot of freedom, but they give up their guns, you know, whatever, 20, 30 years ago or right. something. So they, they've, in the medical field, it seems like it was a, more of a dis, disbanded 
where everybody's kind of isolated and, 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 and you kind of have to whisper in the hallways that you're even thinking this might not be right. Well, so that's exactly what happened. When I reached out to Danny to start the group, I mean, it was just a Facebook chat group to get organized. I changed my picture to do not comply, right? I will not comply. On your personal On my Facebook. personal Facebook. And I've got a lot of coworkers on my page. And so I was sending a signal like you can talk to me, right? Yes. Because people are afraid to be ostracized. Like people wouldn't even join our group because they didn't want other people to know who they were because they were so afraid. So right. we tried to band together, get legal. We have a give, send, go. It's still active, like to support, but we couldn't get that camaraderie because we don't have what the firefighters have like that. Right. So the hospital system is really set up into silos. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if, when you take the 30,000 foot view, it's kind of brilliant that they set it up that way because we, we would have power in numbers, but they put us in such silos and then work us to the bone and have us this uh, be a slave to the chart in such a way that we can't connect as humans. It yeah. truly is dehumanizing and it's traumatizing too. What's and your, what's your advice in closing to people listening? And they're like, dude, they're saying they're, they're using my story. They're, they're, they're saying, what do I do? It's Wake up, speak up. Like it's and, scary and, and but do it. Show up. Show you up. Have got, there's a difference between knowing that there's something wrong and then doing nothing about it. You have to do something about it. And look, we really can't do this without Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Amen. Um, me alone as, as a bedside pediatric nurse, if I just stood up without him, I'd fall down right here. Right. But with him standing in his authority, we can do all things. So start there, know who you are in Christ, yep. and then get connected, get connected to your circle of influence. And then from there, do the next right thing. Man, yeah. Yeah, I commend your guys' courage. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for doing it in your community. Thanks for doing it in your life. I mean, you guys have family members. You have people that are watching yes. you. Yes. That, that bravery is contagious. Yes. That bravery is contagious there. It's contagious to our listeners. You guys, everybody has got to wake up, speak up, show up, and lock arms together, vaccinated and unvaccinated. Yes. Regardless, yes. you need each other. We all need each other. We have an enemy that's not one another, and we got to stand together. You guys, thanks, for, thanks for your bravery. Thanks for thanks stepping for on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And thank you, Flyover family, for joining us today. Again, this episode is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Get up to 66% off everything with little Mike over here at MyPillow.com. Slippers, beds, yep. dog beds, you name it, the whole bit. Use promo code FLYOVER and get up to 66% off of everything in the entire store. When you go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code FLYOVER, 66% off. We are so glad you joined us today, and we bless you. We bless yeah. you to realize that you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize that your future is brighter than your past, and we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. See you guys on the next one. Peace out. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.